What are your thoughts on the latest details? Because the center of it is former Liberal MP Han Dong. Now, 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 new information has come out that. Han Dong privately advised a senior Chinese diplomat in February 2021 that Beijing should hold off in freeing the two Michaels that had been held hostage in China. In China, so to remind you, the two Michaels were held in detention in China for almost three years. So why would he suggest to hold off on freeing them? We're going to get into it right now、uh, with our next guest, who's a PhD student in political science at Western University. Sam Routley is joining the show. Sam, thank you so much for making the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, just to get everybody up to speed now, uh, uh, this MP is now a former MP.、Uh, Dong announced last night that he's going to sit as an independent、uh, while he's being investigated for claims of Chinese interference. But let's just get back to the the details that we do know of him secretly、uh, advising this senior Chinese diplomat, Sam, that Beijing should hold off on freeing the two Michaels. Why? Why would he do that, and what details do we know, Sam? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, at this stage, it's ultimately allegations.、Um, the the Global Mail, which is reporting it, sort of claims that they have kind of top level、um, senior officials that they're getting this information from. But but、um, the general idea is that is that this MP、um, was receiving、um, assistance from from sort of the Beijing government. Um, in in getting elected and and perhaps kind of had this level of affinity or connection with them once he was in office and and so that's seen through this this allegation right that that he's communicating with、uh, as a kind of intermediary between the liberal government and the and the Chinese embassy kind of giving each、um, advice right and, but in a way that that ultimately is is in、um, China's interest right that's that's kind of the the, the seriousness of it here. It, it sort of it makes us realize, I think, that you know, when we're thinking about foreign interference potentially interrupting our election process, which has been a big part of the conversation for a while, this also now suggests that it could have a personal impact on people that are in power in government. What kind of damage does this suggest to you? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think the the main goal of the election interference, you could say, right, is it's it's not just about. Steering the election outcome, but it's also about putting in place into positions of power and, and influence, you know, individuals that have some sort of connection or affinity、uh, with with a you know a, a foreign power a, a, a regime, and will kind of use their position within the Canadian government、um, to advance their interests. And I mean,、um, I mean, the ultimate danger there, right? Is is it is it undermines. Um, the democratic process, really, and it and it compromises the fact that that the Canadian government ought to ought to be、um, looking out for for Canada's interests first and foremost. At the time of these、uh, of of this allegation. Of of uh, Dong uh, potentially saying that he didn't recommend that Beijing should should free the Michaels or sh- that they should hold off on freeing the Michaels. There was a lot of heat on the Prime Minister to increase pressure on China to release them. Can you can you clarify the relationship between Han Dong and Justin Trudeau and and just and his role, Han Dong's role within the government? Yeah, I mean, well, well, he was、um, up to, up until this point generally a, a backbench. Um, MP, so I mean, generally,、um, not super influential in terms of of the way our government is organized. But I mean, with that being said,、um, as a member of caucus,、um, he, could, he could still kind of have this 
informal role, um, whether that was through caucus meetings or or through meetings that he had through with um, cabinet ministers and so forth. So so while he's not in a position to kind of steer formal decision making, right? There's still a, a, a role there, and I mean the the question here too is um, if if he's really the only one here, and I mean if if the the Chinese were trying to interfere with with other candidates or perhaps even in you know on a more administrative level well and that's a good that's a good point i think to bring up if he's the only one i mean does this suggest that there could have been interference or relationships maybe that could potentially come to light with other mps or other members of government oh yeah definitely i mean it's not just about um elected officials but it's also about um you know officials within within the bureaucracy or within the administration right um that there's there, there's very it, it's seeming like with these allegations and the more they're coming forward, um, and also kind of work that's been done on on the sort of this this secret police uh, secret intelligence operations that Beijing is running more generally, right? Mm-hmm. Is that this is only kind of one um, component of this much broader process uh, to kind of influence not just Canada but but really all major world powers, right? To to kind of Steer um, China's interests, kind of moving forward. Yeah, it's uh, it's alarming, I think, to say the very least. Uh, and again, I uh, would love for you, Chad Nation, our listeners, to uh, to weigh in on your thoughts of this, this news, and of course, the news of election interference that we've been talking about for quite some time. You know the number to text seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Sam, I have a couple more questions for you. I'd like to know the damage that this does to Trudeau overall, uh, and just the perception I think right now that the Canadians have in terms of this paranoia and this this fear about what's going on within government and within our election system and some of the relationships and the conversations that we are now having come to light, or at least these allegations that are that are coming to light. Uh, but Sam, we do have to take just a little break, so we'll get you to hang on for one second. We'll be right back with it. We're talking about election interference and former Liberal MP Han Dong with Sam Routley. He's a PhD student in political science at Western University. Chelsea on Chad will be right back in three minutes. Talking about election interference and former Liberal MP Han Dong, who is at the center of these Chinese influence allegations uh, and who allegedly privately advised a senior Chinese diplomat back in 2021 that Beijing should hold off freeing the two Michaels, who, of course, were held in, uh, in, in China for over two years. We're talking about it right now with PhD student in political science out of Western University, Sam Routley. Sam, thanks so much for hanging on the line. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for continuing to have me. I I wonder the ultimate damage that this is going to do for the Liberal government, because it it seems that uh, they've been trying to to kind of duck and dive these these allegations, saying that this wouldn't have had any sort of outcome on on the uh, the election, and that that they as a government were still pushing to get to free the two Michaels, despite whatever had happened between uh, Beijing and this former Liberal MP Han Dong. Uh, But do you think that the damage is already done? And from the perspective of Canadians, this is just the the final straw or the biggest black mark oh yeah i mean it's it's really bad um because i think it's very clear that the government is really behind the curve on this um they're they're kind of um learning things like everybody else's and and reacting to the news rather than kind of shaping it proactively which is never a good position uh, to be in as a government um and i mean at this stage it, it seems like they lack sort of a clear 
strategy to to deal with it or to get out of it, right? It, it seems like all they're doing so far is is kind of trying to, you know, perhaps obstruct uh, the process uh, and try and kind of maintain this this sense of control uh, moving forward and, and and trying to ultimately survive it. I mean, I don't think they come out of this looking good. I think what matters is whether or not they can ultimately survive it and i mean the 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 question there i mean i guess is whether or not this stays on as a major component of the of the news cycle if these kind of allegations continue to come forward or if or if the liberals are kind of able to shift uh public attention towards kind of issues or, or certain developments that are more unfavorable to them. Well, definitely the Conservatives are going to jump all over this and, and have already. I mean, they'd be foolish not to capitalize on this, on this moment, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they they're, they are definitely in a sort of uh, campaign mode in a way. Yeah. Uh, they, they really serve to benefit from this. And so I think they're very willing to kind of milk it for, for all that it can kind of bring out, right? That they're willing to kind of stretch it and keep it going as long as long as they can, and and that's why they really want a public inquiry in, in a way, is because it's going to be this very long, elaborate public process, right? There's someone on the text line right now, Sam, as we're having this conversation that says, "What do you expect will happen? Trudeau can't be touched. How many scandals has he walked away from clean?" And it seems that that's a growing that's a that's a sentiment that exists is that there's just been sort of one thing after the other, and so I wonder if this is the one that just will be inescapable. Yeah, I mean, when when it comes to the elections and then and the voting, I mean, the question is whether or not um, people people are ultimately satisfied with with the way that the the sort of government is administrating over Canada, right? The way it's it's managing the government, uh, developing policy, uh, and I regardless of, of kind of these personal scandals, and I feel like. Um, over the past couple of elections, you know, enough Canadians have been willing to kind of put these, it seems to me, uh, put these these scandals aside because they feel like the, the Liberal government overall um, is kind of working towards the country's interests overall. I mean, at least kind of from a perspective of, you know, economic or kind of social policy. But I mean, perhaps I, I think this might be kind of the, 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 the final uh, nail in the coffin in a way. Yeah, it certainly doesn't look good or put a whole lot of confidence in uh, Canadians when it comes to uh, certainly our election system and then all of the other questions that come up around it. Sam, thank you so much for sticking around uh, on hold and for uh, for having this conversation this afternoon. Really appreciate getting your perspective. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. That's Sam Routley, a PhD student in political science out of Western University, talking about the latest news that now former Liberal MP Han Dong uh, advised a senior Chinese diplomat in 2021 that Beijing should hold off freeing Michael Kovring and Michael Spavor. Um, this is according to now two separate national security sources, and the reporting is being done by uh, Global News.